0: hey guys just before we get into this gotta let you know this episode is proudly brought to you by Swap bins offering the best service and price on all two and three cubic meter skip bins in the newcastle and lake macquarie area get in touch with pat either via their website www.swatbins.com.au or hit him up on facebook or instagram he's a personal friend of mine and son of coco so you know he's a good bloke this podcast also brought to you by sld surfboards steel Lewis designs uh, believe me when I tell you, you will get your money's worth. I just picked up a new sled off Hoyo the other day. Had a few beers with the boys after. It's a hell experience and even better boards. So make sure you check them out. You can find them on SLD Surfboards or Dustin Glass on Instagram. But for now, this is Off The Record.
1: You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yeehoo! Fuck. Uh, <laughs>
0: You're
1: right, Sorry. Oh, what's happening, brother? Oh, no, fuck all. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. Just uh, had a little surf. Computer get flogged today? Eh? <laughs> you dumb cunt. <laughs> he's in <at> my he's <laughs> fucking Jamesy! He's my computer right there. Some cunt's broken into me car and fucking flogged me computer. Mate, it's not gone. you kind gone <laughs> and got it when you were pissed and put it inside. It's in the house. Oh, oh well, fuck. Anyway. At least we got it back. How yeah. Moss? Yeah, I'm
0: all right, bro. Just had a little surf. Mm-hmm. Cooking it up. Fucking copped a board of the head. Now i got mm. fucking cauliflower here. That's all right. You look a man now.
1: Mm. You look feared now. Something People like will like see you and go, "Fuck I that!" Think guy I'm a hectic a wrestler or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, today's guest, we have the two. <laughs> Let me just gather myself before I say this. I've been fucking dying to say it ever since you agreed to come on. Your award winning surf journalist, two time fucking winning golden cone piece award winning surf journalist. There we go, <laughs> the goon of shrooms, the sultan of psilocybin. Ain't that well, one half? Ain't that's well, very own fucking <laughs> yeah, I do
2: too.
0: What's happening, brother? Oh, mate, it's good to be
2: here. Good to How be here was- in the dungeon surrounded by uh, poker machines and pinball machines.
1: Yeah. Mmm, we love them down here. We up. don't turn them on otherwise we have to fucking pay for them if they break So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up here in the
2: steel city, Meriwether oh, Fucking yeah. hell joint, love how, it. How was the surf? It was a couple, it was a bit of a grovel, but it was good to, you know, get out there, get limber me and Mossy tapped into a little microdose before we got out there He was having a bit of a rough day, he was having, yeah. you know, starting to have a rough day, he thought his computer had been flogged and uh I just thought fuck! i could see the stress and the anger building up in him and i was like nah gotta nip this he's gonna pay i don't i don't want him paying for two days afterwards just cause he had a stressful freak out so i just went mate actually turned out i had a bit of bit of psilocybin the salt and the psilocybin you know he never goes far without his fungus and uh yeah. had, a, had a little bottle there yeah. ready to go bit of lion's mane I'm on the stemmets program yep. paul stemmets the uh so lion's mane mushroom um, you know, a small amount of psilocybin mushroom mm-hmm. and a B three yep. niacin, and it helps in neurogenesis, um, you know, creating new brain cells, regenerating brain cells. Really good for emotional intelligence, mental health. I do it five days a week, microdose five days a week, two two day two days off. A bit fucking punch drunk today, but I had a bit of a, a bit of a weekend.
3: Mm. We're I back t- on. T- We're t- fucking.
2: T- let <laughs> socialized socialize. Rona season's past, <laughs> <mate>, now, It's <laughs> over.
0: What <laughs> what thing? What? thing yeah, what? Coronavirus. Yeah, they've had a uh, couple TV, TV, that, little, that little, fucking uh, micro. That hit the spot. eh hit man? the spot. eh? I wasn't. I wasn't stressed. wasn't stressed after it. I started ah. pissing down the surf.
1: I was just looking up at the clouds, going, "Fuck, mm. how good's this?" I'm not a microdose <laughs> sort of person. I'm fucking all in. Let's go. Mm. And I usually end up hating it. Well, fuck, I want to go home. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> why. It sounds like you are a microdose kind of person, man. Well, it's a microdose. How much do you have?
2: Um, it's like a sub perceptible amount. So like you, like it's like the fucking tip of a teaspoon. Mm. And uh, you just, you don't know that you're on it, you know. Okay. That's the beauty of it. You, there's certain, there's like a, a level of, um, like almost the, a level of depth or texture to plants and oh, okay. the clouds and natural things I find is the yeah. most obvious difference. But apart from that, the the other difference is you're just a bit more emotionally intelligent, a bit more, your cognitive functions a bit better. Really? Um, and yeah, because it is actually working on, generating new neural pathways and Mm. new brain cells and you know my 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 head's copped a flogging from playing football and fighting and just being a delinquent so Mm. um yeah i'm kind of all about brain health at the moment just doing everything i can to yeah. Get my brain in, and my mental health in the absolute tip-top pinnacle of high performance. It's <laughs> interesting
1: because I've got a fair few knocks to the brain and I actually have to have an MRI on Tuesday on my brain.
2: Re- really? So you're going in for the, like, um... In the tunnel. You're getting checked for CTE, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah I've, you, had
1: some, oh yeah, I've had some, a, bit, a bit of trouble with it recently. Really? And Can't you, sleep, nightmares.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, I reckon that's a pretty common occurrence for people suffering from, you know, like... Low levels of anxiety and depression and shit like that. Um, I've been through phases like that myself, mm. and yes, it can be related to
1: to concussions.
2: concussions but I also think that um, you know we're learning a lot about the brain, how plastic it is. How uh, and by plastic I mean like it, it can be changed, malleable, malleable. Uh, and it this it's so big, and we use so little of it. Mm. Um, so there's certain things you can do like. I'll do everything from, uh, you know, microdosing. That's one way of, you know, building extra brain matter and extra neurons. I meditate like 40 minutes a day typically um, and that works on like the amygdala and certain parts of the brain um, that are good for memory, short-term yeah. memory, memory, uh, anxiety, threat detection, stuff like that. And they actually say that Tibetans, uh, their brains are 20 years younger than people in the West. Okay, and this is cause of meditation, man.
0: I didn't um I didn't realize until you told me before that um your brain like can regenerate, like mm. fix itself.
2: Well, no one knew, man. Like we, our understanding of the human brain is still in its infancy. Like for hundreds of years, well, for all of human history, we we, we thought we were just stuck with the brain we were born with, and of course that's not true. It's a muscle like any other, and you can train it and uh, reshape it. Uh, It's incredible. So I mean and now through fMRI scans Mm. and CT scans and that we are actually getting an idea of what's Going on in there, you know, we can we can see which parts of it light up under certain stresses and pressures So yeah, we're really getting to learn. It's an emerging field man We're learning so much about it and it's given a lot of hope to people suffering from mental illness and um, CTE and these kinds of things, both of which, like, uh, you know, I've definitely battled with mental illness and I've definitely uh, had a lot of head knocks. So I could have both of them things, but, um, you know, I'm taking every step I can to uh, repair and I'm feeling a lot better, man, to yeah. be honest. It's only been like, well, probably less than a year since I've, you know, it's probably, so I'm 33, it's probably been like fucking, what, from the age of four till the age of, Thirty-one, just living like a fucking nah, not like head first. T- let's say tw- fucking earth, like till twenty, <laughs> to, to twenty-one, like four to twenty-one, head first. Head first. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And uh, from about twenty-two, I got I got lucky. I got a job for the local surf mag and. I realised that, you know, the lifestyle was leading, you know, there's a lot of pub violence, thuggery, street violence, football, like all this kind of shit. I realised that if I continued on that path, I'd get a criminal record. I wouldn't be able to travel, wouldn't be able to do my job. So I changed, um, changed course and, but it's really only been in the last year that I've found meditation.
1: Um, Do do you follow a certain program or do you? I just just do Headspace. Yeah, I got
2: that. and And I do it. 20 minutes twice a day Yeah, And I read it Because there's a Harv- Morning and night Yeah Yeah Because um, there's a Harvard paper A uh, scientific paper that I read uh, That you can Google I think the Huffington Post Has an article on it And it's, uh, it says that 40 minutes of meditation a day That's all it takes to In, in over 8 weeks That's all it takes to Start really re- reshaping the brain um, Significantly And you know Really improving your cognitive function Yep So Um, But I just now I've I've done that. I haven't stopped. I don't see the point stopping.
1: I've just downloaded. Um, Sam Harris is waking up at. Oh, he's mental. Yeah, Yeah. that is a good one.
2: That's That's the other one. I haven't tapped in that one. I just went with Headspace because it was the first one. But I hear a lot of good stuff about that. And the other thing I do is Wim Hof man. I do that every morning. Yeah, every morning.
1: So just explain to our listeners what Wim Hof is.
2: Uh, It's a breathing technique. There's a guided breathing technique. Uh, Goes for ten minutes. and You're better off just listening to Wim Hof uh, like he'll explain. He's everywhere this bloke um, done a million different podcasts all for You know, he's not in this for money whatsoever He's in this for the greater good of humanities on a pure crusade to improve the lives of uh, as many people as he can through this breathing technique that I'm pretty sure comes from uh, The tibetans it's a combination of a few different kind of eastern um
1: it's so an amalgamation of a different...
0: It is, like and he's just westernised it. Yeah, it was based okay. around when they used to uh, meditate in the snow, wasn't it? They, um, yeah. But that was what they, uh, that was the method uh, they used when they had to sit in the snow and yeah. try and just yeah, be out there for as long as they could. Yeah, yeah, fucking earth. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't know the full story, but uh, one story I've heard, they've got one called Muckrai. Mm. I think Hoff's talked about this a bit. And Muckrai is um, You can do this breathing technique, or the Tibetans do it, and they all fucking melt patches of snow around them. mm Really? Yeah, 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 so just through breathing. That's which heck. makes sense. Like when you do it, okay, like he obviously can survive, you know, yeah. the sub zero temperatures and yep. all that, the rest of it.
1: Is he the bloke who swam underwater and his eyelids froze? Um, the, his eyeballs started to freeze? He's fucking. I got him. Yeah, that's the, the bloke. bloke. Yeah, the he nearly died right? doing a test. Mm. Fucking froze. Like when he was the lens underwater. over your eye. Yeah, the lens over your I don't yeah. know what it's called. I. I can't remember. Yeah, and he yeah, couldn't find the, the, the
2: exit hole. Yeah, he swam past the exit oh hole. Oh, my fucking God. And then, <sighs> he's like, because his eyelids froze over and he was just lost 50 meters past the, where he needed to go back up. And then the diver went down and found him, but it was, he still survived. like Crazy, bro. His breathing technique fucking works that good that <laughs> he got lost underwater and his eyes froze over. And, like, it
1: took some diver going, <laughs> oh, he whim. Brother, oh, this, it's way, this, way, it's this way, mate. This way. You missed the turn off. <laughs> <laughs> And hurry up, bro! I'm freezing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh you're
1: um, <laughs> We were just talking before about the like head injuries and stuff. We we're talking about like playing footy and stuff. Yeah. Rugby, or yeah, rugby league. Yeah, both. Yeah, played both
2: from four till twenty-one.
1: Yeah, so. you don't miss it.
2: Um, I miss the mates. You know, I'm, i the friendships and the bonds I formed in those years were like. Unlike anything I can imagine, mm. apart from maybe if you went to war or something.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, growing up playing football in South Sydney, it was, um, you know, it's a very big catchment, very talented yeah. um competition, a lot of tough characters down there, a lot of housing commission, a lot of, you know, and working class and all the rest of it. So, yeah, you know, and, and Union too, man. The high school I went to was a fucking football factory. Like, it yeah. produced a lot of pros. a lot of pros in my team growing up. Guys went on to have big careers, and um, yeah, loved it. Wouldn't let my kids play it, but to be honest, like, just too many head injuries, and some of the scum you got to put up with, you know, just fucking grubs, man. Just like grubby dog, sh- you know, yeah, all the yeah. dog shots and that kind of gibberish. But
0: they fucking some of them like not even just the players, some of the crowd that gets around there. I remember oh, when, when I was like well, playing for Windsor juniors, back out west. Yeah, it's like parents. you get parents on there, on a, like their kids are fucking like 13, 12 years old. Fucking kill him! He's fucking dog and yeah. just, Like <laughs> a white dog yeah, <laughs> <that shit. laughs> What uh, are you fucking
2: It was getting like <laughs> When I was like 8 years old Playing at Waterloo Oval and shit and It was fucking full on. Actually I think my mum Took me out of it when I was 10 League Played 4 till 10 And then uh, 10 till 16 Union and then League for the last mm. Few years too Who'd you play for? Oh mate Every suburb From Bondi to Marubra. Yeah right So all of them Bondi, Clovelly Randwick Bronte Marubra. Yeah. All of them All, of those,
0: mm. fucking, all <laughs> those fucking North Shore faggot sides As we'd say out west <laughs> <laughs> North Shore? That North Shore no. <laughs> no, that's South Sydney Yeah, but South uh, Sydney Eastern
2: I used suburbs. to live in um, Chifley Oh yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. my yeah. coach was yeah. from Matraville. Uh, tank Jason Peterson He's yeah. a legend from down there And I played with a lot of guys from around You know, Chifley, Hillsdale, La Perouse, Mubra.
1: Yeah, I love living in there yeah, it's a good zone, course. man.
0: It's fucking awesome. Mm. It is cool. It's
1: still working class out there. Yeah, Dad used to live in Maruba. Yeah. yeah. When you walk along the beach, you can still people aren't looking at you because I'm covered in tattoos, like looking at your tattoos and shit like they do and the mm. uh, Bondi and stuff down it's, mm. like just mm. it's Just penetrated by the beach. Yeah, it's awesome. I man, love sick. it. They're my people. fucking <laughs> 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 All right, well um take us back to the beginning. What was
0: your what was your upbring like?
2: Where um, you grow up? Yeah, so like a single mum from a working class family from the bush, like Forbes, five hours west. Um yeah, so I think from the eight month mu- time eight months old it was just me and her and um, you know, not much money in the family, so renting, moving around a lot. But I think she was pretty you know, she was pretty smart in the sense that like if you're gonna be Povo, you may as well be Povo on the beach, right?
1: Fuck yes.
2: Like, if you're gonna rent, fucking don't rent Mount Jewell. Rent in Bondi.
1: <laughs> so I don't understand why there's hobos in the city. Go to the fucking beach. you want to be homeless, might as well live with, with the, the cashes, Robbo? <laughs> <laughs> most people dropping them coins, son. They mm. say, so, well, you moved in from Forbes when you were eight months old."
2: Nah, nah. Mum's from Forbes. I um, I was born in Sydney. I was born in a in a bathtub in D.Y. I think. <laughs> 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 but
1: uh,
2: yeah, we just jip around, like um living cheap and. Um, She had a pretty rough life, just like I think by the time I was five, she'd been, you know, some survived some pretty full on domestic violence incidents. So she was, I think she had PTSD. So living with a 23 year old single mom, broke with PTSD, uh, is not
0: easy. She's a bit of a fucking soldier, yeah, man.
2: Yeah, she's tough. Yeah, her old man was a. Famous boxer from uh, the Central West in New South Wales. She's very tough. Got, you know, she she's been in, she's been in jail. She's she can she fights. Um, I mean, the jail thing was only for parking fines. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> they put you in
1: jail for fucking parking. fines
2: Well, it was a choice. I Think back in the day, if oh, right. you racked up thousands of dollars of parking fines, you could do a little bit of time, or you could um, pay them off. And you didn't, you didn't have, have to pay. Them? Did a didn't a have to pay.
0: What'd you get in here for? Oh, uh, parking I would have been in there four, or five times. Yeah. But yeah. get out of me parking.
2: But they stopped it because a boat got killed. I think. Doing it Just yeah
1: Well got killed in jail Yeah Oh fair enough Which can happen That's what the, uh, <laughs> the, the Risk runner yeah. That's We are just talking about your mum Like it's just fucking Sad bro Like the system's broken 23 year old Single mother Being fucking Domestic violence Like it's just fucking It should be Hopefully there's something Out there now For people like that you know? Yeah
2: well interestingly Like one of the domestic violence incidents we um like mum uh one of her boyfriends Ashley is this aboriginal work that she met in the in the down the block in redfern and we uh went to live with him in his commission flat in perth and mm. ended up flogging her and we had to like i remember just us running for our lives like uh leaving the commission flat and we ended up in a women's refuge um and like that saved our life i guess in a sense so we didn't have to sleep rough that night anyway um, but they've been defunded, as far as I know. Yeah. They don't even fucking exist. So, um, did you
1: see your mum get beaten up?
2: No, I, could just, I think I, like I was very young. I was like four or five. Oh, so okay. I think I could like
1: hear it, yeah. just
2: the screaming a little bit. Her screaming his name, and then just my only other memory is kind of looking up at the street lights as we were running away, and like her, her crying. Like I could just see street lights and her crying. You know, so I guess I was asleep and I was little and
1: just a bit baffled. Do you think that that's affected you In your life
2: That Well what affects you I think more is uh, Yeah definitely But it's like Indirect It's like You know She has PTSD From that moment on Because she doesn't know In that moment Whether she's going to die or not
0: Yeah
2: Um, And that rattles you Kind of for life But We'll get to PTSD in a bit Because there's a lot of movement In yeah. that field around Treating it with MDMA And meditation and stuff But the way it affected me Was that she was a, Had a short fuse You know So yeah. it's just me and her And she was a tough chick So like it was, a, it was just fucking It was uh, A lot of um. Yeah she, She'd give you good hiding For mm. sure
1: my, my wife's got PTSD She's a police officer Wow Yeah Wow Cop- she, her, her fuse now is And she just goes straight to aggression like, It's heavy It and could be something just so Like I've just left a beer can out And she just goes fucking big Like just bang And she was never like that And it's fucking scaring me Man
2: So Yeah PTSD is Basically something that's like, if you could solve PTSD, you would solve a large amount of the world's anxiety, depression, and suicide. Yeah. I think it's the umbrella under which most mental illness lives. Yeah, And coppers are, the, they're going to get it worse than anyone. Well, actually, it'll go like this. Coppers, ambulance officers, and uh, soldiers yeah. are going to have it the, the worst. Like, the, a fireman, too. Yeah, Because they're just dealing with death and destruction right. and violence and scarring traumatic shit on a daily basis. Yep. So, and mm. you got to treat it, man. And there's a uh, a lot of movement in that area. Maps, the the big um, looking at maps. But the the Rick Doblin and Rick Doblin and Tim Ferris podcast is a must listen. They're in stage three trials for um, using MDMA in uh, therapeutic settings on PTSD, and it's shown that like two two therapeutic sessions with MDMA. Uh, is enough to cure PTSD, gone. And Mm -hmm. mate, that that is fucking huge. Like Mm, you you talk about, you talk about what's going on in the states with the black communities over there, like the fucking PTSD in those communities due to four hundred years of slavery, oppression, and then the over policing of the communities there the incarceration rates the constant violence shootings lynchings fucking all the rest of it like fucked up mate they the ptsd like the even when there's no drama and there is peace you're so your nerves are so shot that yeah, yeah like a fucking, a beer can falling off a table yeah. you, you think a bullet or a bomb's gone yep. off behind oh, you mate and you rattled for two days after that yeah. it rattles you you get all your cortisol starts pump your stress hormones pump through your central nervous system and you just Rattled with anxiety and depression for a couple of days, so yeah. I wrap I my, wrap myself in cotton wool now, and that's yeah. why I do all those things that I mentioned. Not because I'm a mad spiro fucking dude. I know the benefits. I of know it? the benefits of it for my brain and central nervous system. And uh, if I want to stay here on this planet, then that's that's my cross to bear mm-hmm.
1: for life. Do so you think about my uncle? Ron, he fought in Vietnam, and he openly talks about his PTSD problems and stuff. And if, imagine if it was just two doses of MDMA and He's, He's lived his life for the last you know 50 years with in agony. Yeah. Fucking could be bang like
2: that. Sorted out, man. And mm. so that trials taking place in America, Canada, <coughs> Israel and somewhere else and Australia it should be happening here but cuz Scomo is a fucking happy clapping Chriso evangelical mm. sus cunt. <laughs> um, you know yeah. we're like we're not even we haven't even passed uh, stage two of approving the trials And there's been no movement on that front in this country since 2012 Which is a fucking disgrace
1: Mate, we used to be like, pioneers of fucking policy in Australia And then something happened And like we were like one of the last people to come around to gay marriage Like yeah. marijuana's Became, still illegal like, yeah. we, came just, us, bro. we just regressed, yeah. man
2: That son was John Howard, the little fucking dog oh. You're a scumbag Boy, Johnny, Johnny,
1: Little Johnny, you fucking grub Trim your eyebrows, you can't <laughs> Bushfire season Can't bat, can't bowl Little Johnny You're a fucking fraud mate You're rubbish Can't
2: bat, can't bowl World's worst cricket fan Are you kidding me? Fuck
1: off off. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Bob Hawke with the bat? Yeah mate Eagle cracker Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Hook
2: shots for days (laughs) Show the bounds You don't pitch him short to Bobby Bobby will put it over <laughs> the bench Then you'll fucking skull a schooner in the crowd Are you
1: kidding me? Can't you're he's <laughs> like 80 you Give it here
2: <laughs> You're taking too long you fucking bourgeois prick Send I, it over this way I think he might have
0: been doing it at the airport And someone was trying to skull next to him And he's, it's, it's almost like he's literally just thought that Just a uh, ah fucking give it here What are you yeah, doing with you're it?
1: Doing? You're embarrassing the nation Bang <laughs> <laughs> Mate, and
2: Bob Hawke, you know, we can laugh about his, um, you know, his Bogan kind of – his Bogan ways, which were classic, but, mate, the Boke introduced universal healthcare to this country. Yeah. He's responsible for the single – most uh, important and universally adored piece of policy in the country's yeah. history. He's a fucking king amongst men, you know. he's, yeah, a, know. he's um, an icon. He's Is an icon. Australian and then, icon. of course, the fucking liberals in the next term try to like the next set of uh, yeah, the next term they had. They try to get rid of it, man. Fucking grub. Of course like, they do. A, they a, getting do. rid of universal health care, man. Fucking shame. Why would you? Well,
1: they only. Make policies For four years they only, They're only concerned About getting re-elected They yeah. don't give a fuck they just, Anything that the Previous government Has built And spent all of our money on They just try and Fucking cut it down To make it make themselves Look better And promote their own Fucking agenda You yeah. know
2: what I'm saying it, They only give a fuck About the rich man They're like Oh well The rich can pay For healthcare So that you know Exactly They're not going to be affected uh, And that, that's what matters As long as we can have Our campa- uh, champagne And <laughs> cocaine And caviar And <laughs> Good health care, like and you guys are all fucking decrepit, working class, you know, just battlers stuck in housing commissions, working for peanuts. Like, um, that's the way they want
0: it. Tell you what, um. though, the revolution will be televised.
1: Fucking <laughs> oath, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching on my phone while I eat <laughs> meat pies. <laughs> so I was talking to you before uh, with another mate of ours, and I was asking Mossy, do you ever think the world could be rid of racism? And he had a good point. He said, yeah, maybe, but. Classism is what's going to be the next it's thing. It's going to be Yeah, black black. man. going be, be, be just between. Yeah, it's, it's, rich, all right, it's 100%, just man. Which is scarier. And
2: the smart blacks understand this, man. Like, guys like Killer Mike, right. uh, Malcolm X, you know, like the original black radicals understood that, you know, classism and racism, like, uh, uh, are almost the same thing in a lot mm. of ways. Like, um, you know, the, the, the black population is overrepresented in the working class. Mm. um so the working class yeah they're slaves man you, you're pretty much a lot of the time you're pretty much a slave you're heavily in debt you're working six days a week to serve service a debt that's was just put there by this imaginary bar um
0: yeah it's, a, it's not even it's not even a thing it's just, it's literally just yeah. like it's, it's just a ima- the like creation said, of the banks yeah, and the financial
2: exactly. system it makes no sense it's just based on uh Based on fucking
1: capitalism and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's but fucked up. Them um, CEOs of the banks in America, they took their bonus the year the fucking financial crisis hit. That's yeah. Fucking example, fucking A, right there. It's corrupt, motherfuckers.
2: And everyone knows it, man. And the only people not willing to say it are the bourgeois elites in the media, and that's because you know they don't want to compromise their desk job they don't want to cop yeah. com- they don't want to have to go and be a part of the working class so they'll just keep serving a corporate agenda and nothing ever honest gets said and we just uh stay stuck in this weird simulation that everyone knows is broken fundamentally flawed and uh, on the cusp of uh, apocalypse but what's going on in the states is amazing right now mate the mm-hmm. fucking people Revolution. have seized uh seven uh, seven like blocks of seattle um including the police precinct they're appointing their own mayor currently um you really? know, yeah man it's what? fucking on for young and old is it over. Antifa? Yeah. uh who knows man i think it's it's not antifa it's like a mix of um black white um the educated the poor um everyone has just had a gutful but there's uh, what i would say is that there is um definitely an educated uh an educated radical militancy to it all and whether that's there'll be members of the anti-fascists in there there'd be anarchist types in there there would be working class types There would be concerned um there's a lot of health cares that healthcare workers that um that part of the the city is yeah heavily populated by a lot of um nurses and doctors and Uh, People from the arts, but it's it's something to keep an eye on right now. Watch what's going on in Seattle. Listen to Democracy Now every morning. Keep following the protests and the rebellion because it's ongoing. How do you Um, see it ending, mate? It can only like. There's a great film called uh, I think it's called Winter Winter on Fire or Winter of Fire Mm -hmm. about the Ukrainian uprisings in 2013, and um, basically that that uprising was the only successful or the most recent successful revolution in the Western world. Um, and the way it unfolded was exactly as this one's unfolding, the people took over a few blocks of uh, whatever the major city is there. I think it's Kiev, um, Maiden, Maiden Square, Independence Square. Yeah. And they just held it down, this uh, this this part of the city. And the first the cops tried to break it down. They were... Brutalising and beating people As we've kind of seen in the states already And then after that They sent the military in The military started killing a lot of people Fuck. and b- And then it devolved into civil war for a bit And then Yanukovych The um the crook-like Russian-backed dictator Split the country And the, the people got it back um, And it was a successful revolution But a lot of people died, man Almost A lot like of people died No
0: one's going to look after us Except us And, so we, in the and a lot
2: ourselves. of people have to die mm. um, uh, It seems But... I mean and we're talking about peaceful people like yeah. in in the Ukraine these people were you know just occupying space they were not fighting back um and still they were slaughtered and uh
1: yeah and that only really works in the revolutionaries favor to f- when everyone else looks at it and goes hang on they're fucking turning the police and the military on our own people yeah you know what i mean Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. they think that they're doing the right thing but they're just playing into the hands of the revolutionists mm-hmm. and they are uh, in that one they released a lot of
2: uh kind of just wayward like um criminals like you know low-level thugs like your kind of classical drug pusher howzo kind of ukrainian version and uh uh, they released them from jails and stuff and and kind of paid them to act as provocateurs and militiamen for the right wing yeah so you end up with all these kind of fascist thugs yeah a mix of like cops ex-cops and criminals like just Beating peaceful protesters up. I think there'd be something similar going on in the states right now Mm. Like a lot of that looting and all that shit's definitely being done by elements of the the right wing operation northwood Yeah, we spoke about this before on there that
1: northwood don't know it. It's um when they had peaceful protests in the 60s about the vietnam war the delta force Army people dressed up and as protesters and went out and started smashing all windows and everything, yeah, so they, wow. they could turn the police, of course, onto the protesters. It's all
2: about PR, public relations. Yeah. Like if it looks like it's a, a violent protest, then it uh yeah. it, it justifies a violent put down. And these Shut guys,
1: down. these guys were wearing military garb. They had military issue boots, pants. Wow. You know, they just had different shirts, and, on then and they, they just, just fucking drop a toga up. over the top <laughs> of it. and, no. Peace,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you you seem quite. Educated and into politics and all that stuff. And don't get when I say this don't look this is not me trying to put you in a box, but you you just seem like one of us. what yeah, well, the fuck did you like what brought you around to politics and
2: Man, I grew up um, on a building site with my uncle and when it came time to choose a career like I just needed to know what else was out there, you know. I just didn't want to fucking be on a building site for a bit. Um, when I was about 16 my mom introduced me to the Maori Malcolm X the, the the Honorable Jim George from down there in Bondi one of the Original kind of you know like obviously Bondi was the home of the Maori from Fucking the 70s through to still now to a degree But it's hard because it's expensive, but um, all the maoris are there and they ran kind of uh, They ran the this guy ran the squats and stuff. Uh, he's a militant um, you know, yeah Malcolm X type figure um, worked part, as part of the political arm for the black power the um, Maori like biking mob oh, yeah. back in NZ and he was an early mentor. He got me a job on Kuri radio um, the Aboriginal radio station. I was working with a Polynesian uh, program the tongue and crew and That's that was my start in the media. So that's where it began for me. And then I um, Yeah, got a job at the local surf mag. Just fluked that. A guy on the board riders knew another bloke, and um, got me an internship at Stab Magazine, which was like way back in the day, before they even like really had a website. I was like the first web editor, and um, I went to uni when I was seventeen too, and um. Oh what? Yeah, I I did a degree in. uh, You were seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. Well, yeah. I think um, when does this term start? Seventeen, eighteen, whatever. Like I finished year twelve, and then I just went straight to uni. And I uh, did a communications degree um, That was trippy man, because I was like playing rugby league on Friday nights like going down and you know I was a captain of the Maruba league team and we'd go and have these psycho fucking derbies with the aboriginal teams and the bra boys and the, the Leb teams and that and I was in this like artistic creative writing program, you know <laughs> like, I, like, Waffling on with like everyone was way older than me, you know, there was like you know lesbians with armpit hair and dreadlocks and like pink haired mm. people and like <laughs> s- like junkie poets and like just the fucking works like every kind of the mismatch like, the mismatch and um i was just in there tripping going, fuck i can't even like open my mouth in here i have a totally different accent i like <laughs> yeah had no confidence i was so young yeah. um public speaking you, know, you were i was being asked to Deliver uh, tutorials to whole classes of people for that went for forty five minutes and shit. Yeah. You know, I was tripping out, <laughs> it was fucked up, um, and playing like like trying to make the South Jersey flag team at the same time. You know, trying to be a pro footballer. So it was just this weird, one of the most weirdest social mm. experiences I had. One foot in both extremes, like the the art, the high end of the arts class, and then the low end of the socio economic like. Footballing saying rum guzzling Rum (laughs) guzzling CTE catching yeah, Pinger gobbling
0: (laughs) I wasn't taking MDMA to fucking micro dose back (laughs) then
2: I wasn't taking MDMA to get rid of PTSD I was taking it to give me some
3: (laughs) (laughs) Give it here
1: Mm, So a bit of a juxtaposition between the
2: two worlds Massive man and it was pretty discombobulating It took me until i was about well i don't know like probably in my late 20s to figure out who i was because i just like it was so confusing to have i didn't know what class was at that point i didn't i kind of knew there was a difference between rich and poor but i had no like no idea what the bourgeois was you know like the the in betweener yeah the elites and um that's who runs the media so i kind of lost myself for a while like I, i had to Figure out a different way to talk. Although if I spoke the way I Was used to speaking, um, I wouldn't really be accepted or i'd be looked down upon um And so I learned the middle class way of talking A way of being and but I I could never fit in that world and it must it must be similar for like A um a black person hanging out in a room full of white people, you know Um being lower class and, and hanging out in a room full of like upper class people It's very alienating and bizarre um, and, and and there's constant like Similar like with casual racism and shit, you, you do constantly get these little Little put downs Like there's a constant little put downs People like scoffing at you Or mm. uh, like snide remarks Like you know rolling their eyes at you or, or, or people will say things that you're like Whoa man like You wouldn't say that if you If you grew up around the people I grew up around Like that's yeah. really disrespectful to the poor or, And I still get that
0: like growing just from growing up out west and i, I still get that feeling now we, like when i go into like a um let just say like a nice fancy restaurant Like we, when we're up at Coffs with danny going into that restaurant on the water and stuff like yeah. i just get this it's almost like a self-hate thing like i get this feeling like i don't belong here mm. you know what i mean i'm like Fucking, what am i doing here like this, mm, mm, mm. I, I shouldn't be in here kind of thing like I feel out of place so much that i start like, yeah, I'm like, my money fucking works just as much as ease. <laughs> but I get this like, oh fuck, everyone's looking at me. I shouldn't fucking
2: be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, man. Like it's, it could be true, but I, I felt that way. But a, and a lot of it is, can be also projections of your insecurity. Yeah, of course. But It's hard to know. Like it's re- really hard to know which it is. Yeah. Um, And it, it could be either or depending on the situation.
1: I go down on the beach, people just stare at me Because I'm just covered in tattoos So you said you were um, Can I just fill this water real quick? Yeah, yeah bro, go, go, go for it, for it. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I, I get that feeling too, Mossy When I walk into a place And people are looking at me like Ugh, fucking, What are you doing in here? Especially if you Man, got, you're wearing your own fucking clothes And you're not yeah. dressed up like a penguin like they are I, I, I just I don't know
0: It's like it's, I just, yeah, it's a weird feeling, eh? Mm. And it's fucking strange,
1: man. And, and you shouldn't have to feel like that. Yeah, I've got a little saying that I say to myself to try and keep myself in check, and that's the moment you think you're better than someone else, they're better than you because they don't have that same thought pattern. Mm. That's why I just try and tell myself that and try and just keep myself in check because no one is better than anyone mm. on the baseline. It's what you do that makes you Better, You know what I mean?
2: Mate, that's wise, you sound like the, uh, that's kind of what the Zen Zen Buddhists say, eh? You're Mm. like a fucking closet Dalai Lama aficionado
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll come out of the closet soon He's closet son (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying to Mossy, like, I tell myself all the time The moment you think you're better than someone else They're better than you Because they don't have that same thought pattern I tell myself that constantly So that's scoffing and looking down on people I try to keep myself in check I try. I try. Just never had that thought pattern about anyone.
3: Mm-mm-mm.
2: Totally, man. No, it's it's uh, basically like there's that concept. I think the the, book, the Buddhists talk about it, dualism. Like dualism, and uh, it's like the idea that people are different. Like some people believe that people are different. So, like, um, if you're gonna look down your nose at someone or uh, you know judge them. In reality, like that thing that they're doing that's annoying you, you've done that and you d- will continue to do that. Like everyone, everyone's more or less the same, kooking it and whatnot. But the difference is like once you start to meditate more and, and practice what they tell you to practice, you become a bit more emotionally intelligent and a bit more uh, able to read people in situations
0: where… You know, you're less annoying <laughs> in general, oh, and just, the, just like the, the and less judgmental. Yeah, the gratitude it teaches you. Like if you meditate, like in the morning, I find like when I go to work, I'm just like nothing's an issue. Yeah, man. I can just think about. Th- I can, you know, certain situations that you know usually fuck you off or you get the shit to it like it's just it's just a breath away from being all right. You realize uh, nothing
2: as is as important as your peace and your joy. As uh, <laughs> I mean, what's his name? Ticknan. Uh, Mad Vietnamese Tibetan Buddhist cat. He's a legend. I love that guy's meditations, but also uh, just on a pure physiological level like meditation uh, It it calms your central nervous system So it calms everything like your brain and all your your nerves and shit. It just gives you like this huge Anesthetizing kind of effect, you know, just calms you right down. It's good for you, you know lowers inflammation um and as a result you're just not as worked up you're not as ready to lose your temper or whatever because you've just it's like taking a volume. it's like nature's yeah. volume kind of thing yeah
1: like, Might, yeah, I, I do do it. Sometimes I say to myself, probably just lying to myself. Oh, I'm too busy to fucking meditate. But really, it's that important. You should just wake up 20 minutes early and just bang one out. That's right,
2: man. That's right. I mean, uh, that's exactly what you do. It's all about cultivating a, a routine and discipline for yourself. It's all about self discipline, man. Mike yeah. Tyson says discipline is doing things that you hate like you love it. You know. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Doing things that you hate like you love it. Yeah, because you and you do them because you know it's good for you. Yep. And most of the things that are good for you don't necessarily feel nice in the moment, mm. but you just push through. That's where the self control and the self discipline comes in. And you're like, yeah, this is a bit of a battle at the moment, but I know this is good for me. I know. And it, not only is it good for me, because it's good for me, it's going to be good for the people around yeah. me. And that's probably more important.
1: Meditation I find is quite hard Because I'm really erratic And my brain just goes Everyone, mate Everyone Yeah, and I can't Because I'll focus I'll focus on this conversation I'll focus on this microphone Trying to focus on nothing I really struggle with that Mm. Do you find that or Mm. You get good at it Fucking earth, man Everyone
2: Everyone struggles with that That, And meditation teaches you how to be better with it, yeah, and that's the process. Like so everyone sits down the first time, they're like, "Fuck!" Like my mind's just skittin', scatting, b buppin', buppin', but uh, <laughs> Scat-
0: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> that's the good thing about that headspace. Though it gives you that these first ten days, you know how it brings you into it and starts and it teaches yeah. you. Like Do you have to pay for pretty it. Much how to meditate? Not at first, and then think, I think Sam Harris is one's the same. I've signed up for it all. Yeah, you know, I signed up for eighty it. bucks for a year or something. Yeah, it's like. fuck all, it's man. Fuck all. It's worth yeah. paying for,
1: definitely. Yeah, my wife does something where she just uh, repeats a mantra in her brain over and over and over again. Is that a technique or is that yeah. Form of meditation? It? Yeah, I
2: think that's tr- transcendental meditation maybe. Yeah. I, they call it, I don't know. I'm speaking out my ass a bit. Hmm. I don't know, so what, um,
0: what was it like living in Bali? Tell us a bit about that.
2: Yeah, it was a trip out, man. I was just living there because I was earning fuck all money and... Um, Get coned on the red. <laughs> I spent so much time playing football and surfing shit waves. I always knew that as soon as I finished playing football Uh, I was gonna split and get the best waves I could possibly get so I went to live in indonesia I was making a tiny bit of money Journalism as a ju- as a surf journalist um Got a lot of good waves um live cheap really cheap and you know, I was probably living off ten grand a year. How long were you there for? I, would, I was probably there for three years, but I would come home every summer f- during the wet season. That's the fucking. That's it. <laughs> Nai no, gearing yeah. so- or amy-go-ring? Um, man, neither. I was all about the masakan pedang and the gado gado, oh, man. Oh, the Gato, Gato, yeah. oh, oh. Nazi goreng, Nazi goreng, and mee That's like training wheels, Indo food. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> that's, that's kiddies, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you want to fucking, you want to broaden your horizons yeah. more than that. There's so it's got the best food in the world, Indo. It's Where'd you want? Where'd you live? I was in um, I was kind of about fifteen minutes out the back of Changu right most right of right that up. time. Okay, out in the village, which was fucked up. And yeah I loved Bali man like um, I love the Hindu culture mm. The older I've gotten I've just seen the absolute fundamental genius of the idea of karma yeah. um, I love the politics there like they're, they're real staunch man like They um, stand up for the nature and the spirit world as best they can With the meager resources that they have there you know They're very poor but they, um, they don't let people fuck with, with um, their sacred places Good. They'll fucking empty onto the streets, man. Yeah. Tolak Tolak Reklamasi was a massive protest movement there that is worth uh, looking into. I wrote a bit for Vice Indonesia uh, while I was over there about some of these issues. You can kind of Google that. Like it's all kick or go on my Instagram page, Jedham Smith, and um, you can read some of those stories mm. um, just about. Slave labor about the the punk movement. The punk scene over there's massive. The yeah a, a music um political punk movement. It's huge. Like hardcore socialists. Um, you know, very much in the mold of the the president, former president Sukarno, mm-hmm. who was like the Indo JFK, and uh, the American CIA in cahoots with Australia and England. Uh, uh helped General President Suharto carry out a uh coup um which led to the murder of about a million five hundred five hundred thousand to a million like left leaning people like us basically the working class the peasants the Fuck. um the fucking the educated um working class um and you know Indonesia's been gutted of all of its resources and um labor profits ever since then and australia american england facilitated that, so Cuts. that's why they're
3: fucking grubs. <laughs> Do you speak
2: but Indonesian? A little bit. Bahasa sedikit, or Balinese? Sedikit. Um, Not Balinese, just Bahasa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Balinese is um, is pretty tech and, like, yeah. yeah, that's the
1: old school, like, dialect. But
2: sick if you can talk that. Big respect to the Westerners who
1: can. There's a few. Yeah. Fair okay. right. You speak Italian, Mossy. Nah. Abagabag. That's about <laughs> it. Satu big bintang.
2: But, man, what a joint. Like, I um, travelled all through Indo, you know, just recently – Rode a motorbike from Bali to West Sambara and...
0: Oh, we just went to West Sambara last year. Yeah, so sick, eh? Mm, bro, super sucks. Yeah,
2: <laughs> fucked up, man. That whole zone and, like, just, like, doing it that way, you know, interacting with the the battlers, you know. You're on a mm. motorbike with a couple of boards, that it's just you. Um, and the way I get treated there, you know, Lombok, very conservatively Islamic place in theory, but in reality, like, Man, I was treated like a king, like a rock star, you know, mm. everywhere I went. Um, and even the Groms and that, I used to love catching up with the Groms at the servos, you know. Yeah. They'd like, the Groms would be driving a fucking big, you know, pickup truck full of whatever. And they'd, um, you know, have their big system, always like their big mm. sound mm. system, pumping reggae, you know. Mm. And they'd they'd pull over and they'd, they'd always, they'd kind of looking at me because I had my two boards and my yoga mat and shit. Just <laughs> flat, everything's flapping around. Like, I'm, you know, they can tell like I'm mm. not minted, I'm uh, just... You know doing my thing and just one of the lads and we, we could never even really um you know communicate that well but there was just this g- genuine curiosity and kind of um solidarity i guess or whatever you want to call it you know a mm. mutual like um yeah you know just fucking keep ripping in some.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you never ran into any trouble on your bike no nah, no nah, that, that that can happen like um at night and stuff i think you shouldn't travel um in certain parts uh, you can get robbed and mugged by bandits and shit, mm. um, and like really, I wouldn't do that trip again just f- purely for the the potential traffic incidents, you know? Like, you oh, get fucking, fuck. oh man, it's deadly the roads over there. But yeah, I love Indonesia. mate I love the people. I have so much respect for them. They're you beautiful people, bro. Oh so man, just mm. like, we
0: we're talking about the other day, like when you go out further into like the jungle a bit more, like when you go to some bar and stuff like that, where it's not as not as many tourists Kind of thing When you get out of the trap A bit more Like They've just got They've got fuck all But they are so happy mm. You know what I mean Like they They just see you riding through their town or Like you said With your boards on Because Darby's so white When we're over there Yeah They got like people Coming up to him Like Touching holding him them, like, like touching him Giving them their babies so they can get a photo like Of this really white man with their baby (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing
1: Mister, mister, hold the baby What what does that tell you though? I mean they've got nothing and they're happy And we've got everything and we've got all these other fucking issues
2: It's, yeah totally It's funny Fully man They're like, they live over there I've I've taken a lot away from the way they live Like I'm actually Mm. starting to create a lifestyle That's much more similar to say rural Lombok But in Australia I'm growing my own food, and Man. you know, just trying to live a really t- small footprint, yeah. meager mm-hmm. existence. Grow my, once you grow your own food, and you kind of you're on a little plot of land. Like no one can really fuck with you that much, you know. Something like, about it, eh? Hey, it's like self-satisfying. Yeah. But just back to what you were saying, Mossy, like how classic, you know, people here get so caught up about casual racism and, mm. you know, the, the certain slips of the tongue that you can make to offend mm. potentially, not even offend people, mm. like potentially, like, you know, a lot of the coloured people I grew up with on building sites and football and shit, mate, it take a lot to offend them. Yep. Like, they're not fucking thin-skinned but then you go to window and like you got the fucking most brazen <laughs> racism, but it's like harmless. Yeah. But it's yeah. shit like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like imagine in Australia, if you had like- um, God, you can't do that. You see this like black as the night dude kicking around. You're like, no way. I've got to get him to hold my kids so I can have, <laughs> a, have a
3: photo of <laughs> him. <laughs>
2: like,
3: you know, never <laughs> in, bro. See me. some Sudanese I'm cat no. kicking
2: around. You're like, mate, mate, stop, stop, stop. Here, I'm just gonna go into my house, uh, and you come running back out, out of here. Your- Slap the phone uh. out of
0: you. Get the fuck away from me, bro.
2: <laughs> mate, the Lombok stare. Like driving through Lombok, whenever you'd pull over in uh, in certain spots, you always some fucking mm. weird kind of like a lot of the time. Not always. Just every now and then, you get some guy coming up to you and like. They're just so curious about, yeah, but they just stand like a foot away from me and I'd be like <laughs> three timer bags on my bike and they're just staring at me. And I'm like, you know, I'd be like, what, mate? Like, like, and I'd be off it because I just don't mm. like being stared at. Yeah. Um, which is one of the symptoms of PTSD. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like just that shit and there's so many funny instances of um, like racism. But it's like, you know, obviously we're in a position of economic privilege so I don't fucking, I don't get. Worked up over it whatsoever. I'm just that. like, you know I'm gonna get a bit robbed from and stolen from from by mm. certain individuals here um, but it's 90% like fucking goodwill and, and that's uh admirable considering like our The amount of economic privilege that we have compared to them mm. and the fact that it was our leaders who condemned them to a, a life of poverty and slave labor and um, yeah so, you know, fuck the level of forgiveness mm. that they show us. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of them know that that's what the West has been up to in their country.
0: Just fucking siphoning off all
1: their shit. After yeah. seeing some of the
0: fucking cocksuckers, how they behave over there from from here, how they get this fucking wild and get into it and just take the piss over there, just fucking carrying on dickheads. I don't know how they still like us. Yeah, <laughs>
2: cooters an experience. But it's interesting what you're saying, like siphoning off the wealth, mm. like, man... And we tried to do it in Vietnam, you know, and the Vietnamese fucking fought back. Fuck yeah. Which is interesting, you know, and like, you know, and that's your, was your granddad was there? Uh, My uncle, yeah. Your uncle was there in the Vietnam War and he's fighting a war that like, you know, you fought wars then because you're probably conscripted and you didn't have a choice, Mm -hmm. but, you know, Politically speaking like I totally back the fucking Vietnamese in that situation Like I don't I don't ever want war but I think that that was mm. a, you know, of course You're gonna stand your ground like if you know the Americans are coming and fucking steal your tin and your tungsten For yeah. the automotive uh, industry, uh, which I'm pretty sure is what that war was been all to about. Vietnam? Yeah, man, so this good. fucking Saigon Ho Chi Minh uh, War Museum is one of the wildest experiences you can have Yeah, it's the only non-american portrayal of history that I've ever come across, because obviously the victors write the mm. right the history, well, right? And historic. that was one that they lost. And like reading what yeah. it looks like from the other side yeah. of an American war
1: was fucking but, harrowing, mate. But they beat the French before that. Mm. So you imagine like the you know, these two massive c- countries, and they come down a little Vietnam, and they think they can beat ya, and then you fucking. Fend them both off and fuck them off. Mm. They're like fucking fuck come you. down here, can't <laughs> <laughs> come down here then. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, I've had some convos with them and we're like that. No, we're, we're the best nation in the world when That's it comes the, to like the, the, not even the great it, American army The most fucking coming. I'm you, like, fuck you, I can get around
2: Because Fucking <laughs> you
0: stand you,
1: your ground, boys.
0: <laughs>
2: no. I mean they were fighting. They're fighting the countryside. They're fighting the trees. Mm. They're fighting the frogs. Like they're mm. fighting every fucking vessel and every living sentient being on that in that country. Like that's who you're going up against when you invade a country yeah. that doesn't want to be invaded with a culture, of um, uh, the Vietnam has. I don't like you know they are fighting the villages, They didn't know who was on their side, who wasn't. It would have mm. been a fucking nightmare, man. Yeah.
1: Oh. I've seen some docos where kids were raised in the tunnels and they were in the dark for the first six or seven years of their lives. Didn't see the light I was born in the dark Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Feeding their kids like by feel Putting That's the food great. in their mouths. Unbelievable As man. soon as the war was over They were straight out there the next day Putting their fishing nets back together In the Mekong me yeah, Which had been po-
2: poisoned into. by uh, Agent Orange And one of the things I saw at the Ho Chi Minh War Museum Is like they have suffered You know They suffered 30 to 40 years of Disgusting birth defects and shit from eating the fish in the rivers They poison their, their major food supply with Agent Orange it's man It's up, fucking man. criminal and this shit doesn't get reported man Yeah no, of course
0: right. you're, you're at war with the country but like That's the ki- you're, you're punishing the kids Like who just got to eat that shit You know what I man? That's fucked up man How they can mm-hmm. poison like a water system yeah. That people rely on to live mm-hmm. That's fucked up Like I've got so much Respect for Muhammad Ali with the whole conscription team. Fucking no, nice, you know, None of them's called me fucking nigga. Yeah. yeah it's a He's good the king. He's oh, the best. Oh man, I watched this. Um, it cost it, him a lot of money name. too because he yeah. had to sit out. He, he had to go to jail. Yeah. It's crazy. straight up did time, man. He How wild's that, man? Fuck that, I'm on my own two feet. You can fucking fight whoever you want, but none of them called me nigger. None of them fucking, you know, beat, beat me in the street.
1: I was like, <sighs> <just> That's man. <sighs> and this is at a time where not now this is back in the day too oh, yeah imagine we, what
2: they were doing to black people in that country yeah, back it, then mate when with, he before said, camera phones you fucking kidding me you something. don't that's what of this whole rebellions made me realize that like mate before camera phones which only come out like fucking like if that George Floyd thing didn't get captured mm. on camera mm. no one would Know yeah. about it or give a fuck, and That's none exactly of this, nothing would have changed. So it makes you really think what was going on before camera phones were around, oh, mate, and what they were getting away with. The exact
0: same thing horrendous, it's bro. Fucked
2: up, mate. It's fucked up
0: to think about. It's fucking crazy, man. But um, well let's change it up a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about ain't that swell.
2: ain't that swell?
0: Mad, <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it's been for me to fucking sit here and uh, and not it's go the hoo- maddest. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Kidding
3: me? Um,
2: <laughs> mad,
0: oh. um, mad. <laughs> so uh, how'd that come about? And why? Why? Uh, Whose idea? Uh so
2: yeah, back in the day, I just thought. I was like way into podcasts early, you know? Mm. John Safran and Father Bob. Mm. The um the bourgeois Jew and the the communist Catholic priest. They used to have a classic radio show on Triple J um that was very funny. Um, I love that. And then um I could just see that where it was going. And I used to interview pro- surfers all the time. And I was like, fuck, you know, like and I'd have to write the interview out. And I was like, why can't people just listen to this? Like, it's way better when you can actually see their face or yep. or hear their voice. Um, so I just wanted to bring that to people. So yeah, I ran it on my own for a few years. Me and Ryman, the original uh Ain't that swell co-host and producer, responsible for the opening intro to the show. That's oh, all really? Ryman, yeah, yes. fucking king. I can't believe. Shout I'm out fuck- to the Ryman.
0: I've been trying. I've been fucking saying that to myself. All week was saying to my housemate, like, I can't fuck it away and I just cooked it. Fucked it.
2: You what, what, what do you know? what? the intro? No. Nah, all my intro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the punch drunk puppy, oh. the Sultan of Psilocybin, the two time Gold Cone Piece Award winning surf journalist, Valley's finest himself, Samidi. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Bring it home for me. <laughs> I listen to that all day, sir. Didn't you fuck up a limerick at one of their live shows? Ah, oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> well, he, it wasn't a limerick.
2: He tried to go off the dome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that's the thing with limericks. Like, if you break with the, uh, the methodology of them, mm. you know, you're bound to run into trouble cause you know, limericks, it's not, it's not <laughs> the easiest thing. Like it's close, It's very close to the easiest thing you can possibly do sit there for two minutes and, <laughs> and make, oh, and, and make up a rhyme. <laughs> but you try to do it off the dome. You tried to freestyle. Oh you tried to freestyle. Yeah. Oh, bro. Oh, See, or Is that a- just
1: his cover? No. This could just be his cover Had you pre-planned it? I oh, was nah. practising for weeks in front of the mirror <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like this shirt off in front of the mirror like, yeah, uh, that was a from New Cold spaghetti Arms <laughs> <laughs> um, are heavy oh. Oh. That's the lyric
2: yeah, um, And then later on I thought um, That went like that for a few years like It was just an interview show And then later on I always wanted it to be more like uh, having a co-host and like more like I used to love this rugby league show fire up, which was real funny and Roy and HG and shit um, So that's when I hit Vorno up um, And he's like taking the show to another level. He's been amazing To have on board. Um, it's his idea doing the live shows and shit. Mm. So that's been trippy cuz
0: like and they are a fucking hell of a time.
2: Yeah, they're a hoodie. Eh? day <laughs> I mean, they're cl- so crazy cuz I like I had no training and no no desire even to do it really like, oh. like to begin with, like I, I just never thought that was what happened. I didn't yeah. realise podcasts would ever be done live at pubs in front of hundreds of people. Um, so I had to learn that on the run, uh, Wim Hof and uh, meditation. But it just goes to show anyone can do anything, you know. Yes, I reckon I know. if you're willing to use a bit of self-discipline and, and do what you know is good for you, i.e. meditate, Wim Hof, uh, exercise, do some preparation, you know, read yeah. up on who your guests are, yeah. write some questions down and shit, write a few jokes down, like, it all goes pretty easily And everyone has a Mad lol mm. Mm.
1: fucking I know That's I, the guy I,
0: in it. I'm so happy It started coming out More often now Because I'm fucking Darby got me onto it Actually When I was going to Zimbawa. Oh, I'm fucking Religiously Just Fuck When's the next one out When's the next one out When's the next one out When's it checking the Instagram page They fucking dropped it yet?
1: If they put it out <laughs> yet, they, oh, just, Are you every week Or every month Oh
0: uh, yeah We're going to
2: start Going weekly So every Wednesday I think they're going to come out And where will you record them? Um, we record them sporadically like we, uh, we have heaps in up our sleeve at the moment oh, yeah, good. Like live ones that we haven't used yet mad. So we'll just be a mix of live ones and studio ones And we're we'll also about to launch our like YouTube channel So you'll now be able to watch us it. Like trying to Joe Rogan style oh, yeah? And we'll be dropping heaps of clips in yeah. As we're talking So you will be able to watch what we're talking about
1: Do you have an engineer and stuff? Yeah we've got a sound guy And he's really good Yeah Louis
2: Louis is very talented on you Louis mad.
1: What is that? does that cost? <laughs> Madness Louis um
2: Costs a bit but you guys are doing a mad job Well you don't necessarily need it But for us We kind of need it Because we have all wacky effects And bullshit yeah. Bullshit But um Fuck you guys are fucking
0: The bad power bad. of this Like I like yeah. I said to Jonesy Like the power of podcasts, Like I, I could not give two single fucks If anyone listened or not Like yeah. Wait like I get to have these conversations With like yourself Hoyo's Hoyo came in here And Mark Hunt like
2: the Super Samoan come, I couldn't believe that. Get to do that And Hoya Yeah mental It's yeah, Fucking legend fuck,
0: fuck, Hoya was funny mm. And it's that's why I, black
2: uh, on the Yeah phone. man And that's why I'm here Like I'm here to support um, And it's probably the same reason Hoyo and The Super Samoan yeah. Come in here I'm here to support Working class voices In the media Because like I honestly yeah. think That that is yeah. Exactly what the media And the world needs Like we're yeah, locked yeah. out Of having to say in the mainstream media and in politics, you know, the, the bourgeois, bruh. Um,
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to say to you before. Like, you're in, this, you're in this world of journalism where it's all, and a man was seen at the scene, and, all blah, and now we can just fucking say it how we want to fucking say it. The cunt totally. was down the road, and he tried to fucking throw a brick in the car. <laughs> you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, yeah. They, and should, have it. It. they should have you as a news anchor. I'd, <laughs> love to, <laughs> I'd love to see Channel 7 presenting it like that. Ah, fuck me. Yeah, you know, and
1: people want to hear this. Yeah, man. This is how we talk. This is how we talk Football or fucking, you know, on a job side. This is how we communicate. This totally, is how blokes talk. Totally, totally. I mean, people want to hear it, you know.
2: I learnt more on a job site than I did at university for sure. You okay. know, like work, working at the end of a shovel with my uncle Jack. Um, you know, he's a mad journeyman fucking from conundra. You know, he'd laboured his way all around the northwest of Australia with a rucksack, you know, like Fuck just yeah. old school classic pikey style. Sick. Um, and just you know, working alongside You know, Lebanese plasterers, Vietnamese painters, fucking, uh, you know, uh, Maoris, Aboriginals, like, uh, fucking whatever. Like, it just didn't matter. Like, everyone getting along, getting the job done in incredible fashion, you know, putting big cribs up and, you know, and and this was the the unified uh, working class that people – don't even like to acknowledge exists. Even in the left, you know, the left, they always banging on about white privilege and privilege and shit. And it's like, well, do you know, can't why are you such an expert on privilege when you're the one from money, you know? Mm-hmm. How, how would you know what? Privilege looks like or doesn't look like. Have you ever done any time on a building site? Like, do you think? Yeah. These are the conversations
1: and the funniest cunts you'll ever meet on a job. Hundred <laughs> oh, percent. Some people, I'm like, you should be fucking famous, bro. <laughs> like, <what laughs> you, you say is unfucking believable. But so what's um? But what, so what changed for you?
0: Like from going fighting, playing footy, drinking, drugging to Wim Hof and meditation and stuff. What put you down that path?
2: I fucking man, I just went down a deep hole of depression, suicidal ideation, and like that shit's not my uh not my character you know whatsoever and i'm just kind of you know it started to get relentless just like the crippling anxiety and depression and i started to you know cuz i got an education i know where to look to understand these things you know i have the ability to find good quality information i started reading up on my problems um and I don't trust the... I'm not going to hand the keys to my brain over to the pharmaceutical industry because they're mm-hmm. fucking suspect bourgeois dogs, you know. Like, they're. Fu- I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. Um, and it, as it turns out, I was right with both... I've, you know, I've investigated that world through my journalism. Um, and I've also... Yeah, I've just been vindicated by that decision to turn to natural sources um, to help myself. Hmm. Um, you feel better? I do, man. I'm Heal or better? Not heal because... Like I was saying, I lived for, you know, probably thirty years without addressing it properly. And the way that, what I mean by addressing it properly is it's all about having that structure and routine in place. Wake up straight into a Wim Hof, straight into like fifteen minutes of stretching, yoga, or whatever. Um, maybe have a feed and then some meditation and, you know, seeing a therapist, a psychologist and understanding even mm-hmm. what PTSD was. I didn't know what it was. Mm. Didn't know how to you know, not only do I have it, I got complex PTSD, which is from Multiple traumatic events. You know, I've been through a lot, man. A lot of fucking head injuries. Like, probably been king hit three or four times in my life. Um, uh, you know, been in a head-on car crash, flipped a car of my mum. Like, um, fucking like the works, man. And so I've just done my due diligence, learning as much as I can about my brain and and what can heal it. And now I've just fully put that into practice because I've always had good work ethic, good self discipline. I was raised by working class brutes. Um, and I believe that I can, you know, accomplish anything as long as I know the, the steps to getting there mm. And so, yeah, I'm I'm brutal with myself and my self-discipline So that's what keeps me alive and um, Yeah, I've got no shame about Going through a transition from being who I was, you know, just a typical Delinquent hooligan thug, poorly raised to someone who preaches the benefits of meditation and Compassion and uh, You know, you know, just looking after you, your common man Um I'm a, I'm a fucking vastly different person to who I was when I was younger.
0: And it takes a lot, eh, hey, to, well, like, even one realise that there is an issue there that you need to fucking change. That's the hard part, growing, man. Like, growing up how we did, like how you did and how we did that, like, you you just get taught berry shit. And that's it. You don't fucking deal with things like that. You don't talk about mm. it, like, when we're going, you don't talk about mm. it, you don't cry, you don't do this. Mm. Mm. Boys
2: don't cry. It's funny crying, man, like... Crying, I've realised, is it just a huge release of toxins and stress mm. and shit coming out your face in the form of liquid, straight up. It's literally what it is. And boys, you know, I was a crybaby when I was a little kid and then I, I realised that was sh- shameful in the male community. Mm. I didn't probably cry probably for 17 years, <laughs> man. I'm not mm. joking. And now I fucking cry all the time.
1: <laughs> you I feel way f- better. You always feel good after a good cry, a good laugh and a good shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What about, a, what about a bit of the old In out, in out So you always feel pretty good after. In out, in out <laughs> <laughs> Shit that, rooting? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know oh. rip, Ripping them apart like a cook chook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm married, mate That doesn't happen to my eyes
0: <laughs> No cook chooks. No cook chooks, brother <laughs> <laughs> He's the only cook chook Getting around There's his house. Leftovers, mate
1: <laughs> Leftovers <laughs> in the shower <laughs> <laughs> So, would you take part in these MDMA trials?
2: Yeah, hundred percent, man. And if they don't approve it legally, I'm just gonna do an underground version. I'll find. Um, I I realize that you can, you can download the the manual from the Maps website, pretty much, which is like this. It's a how-to guide to do it yourself. Really? Yeah. And they don't recommend doing it because you yeah, know of course. the problem is like not about ODing or anything. The problem is about what comes up in that session. You know, yeah. some real shit's gonna come up, and you need. In that moment um, To be able to deal with it properly Otherwise you could set you back And I've had that experience with LSD and stuff like that um, Where it's fucking Brought some shit up Brought some shit up that I couldn't deal with And just sent me into a fucking spiral of depression That lasted for you know, a couple miles so, Do you need um, like a
1: hero's dose? Or is it just like micro dose? Or, um, or with the MDMA, MDMA I think I
2: don't really know the dosage yet I haven't looked into it I imagine it's um, I think they'll Actually they do yeah It's like s- s- 75 milligrams I think so i don't know what that yeah, i don't know what's is? in the cap i don't know no nah, no nah.
3: what,
1: what, what, <laughs> i don't know what's neither, in there neither the day neither do they mate yeah fuck. Even don't have the so guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. let me take one please <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah so have you yeah. ever had a bad trip yeah man i used to have always bad trips when i was younger because really? uh because mm. i was fucked up you know i was a twisted kid like lsd will lsd is not an escapist drug. Oh. Like it fucking grabs you by the back of the head and goes,
3: "Look at who you are, <laughs> hey, cunt! Yeah, Look." Right.
2: Mm. Doing that, um, but then on microdoses and and in uh, more controlled settings. You know, I was doing it on the pierce. Like mm. I was abusing it. It's a it's a yeah, fucking fuck, yeah. holy sacrament, man. Like it's to be used in controlled settings, yeah. and and you got to know that some shit's gonna come up and that ya, and you, and you're gonna have to go through it, but you're gonna feel a million times better on the other side. Oh, and yeah. it can last for six months. You know the. The... After Effects. The After Effects. Especially if you integrate what you learned on that trip. It's all about integration, man. Because mm. a, a bad trip is still often a good trip. Because
0: you will realise that... What you're hiding from. What you're hiding from. And you've got to address it. It's like doing DMT. It's like you've got to be fucking ready. And in the right headspace otherwise. shits. Have you done it? Going south, yeah.
2: Have you done it? Yeah. Good? Um. Yeah, yeah good. Like it was... Uh, Helpful in a way, like it was scary, it scared the shit out of me, but it was meaningful you know I, again, I learned a very uh some valuable lessons that were just imprinted on my mind, and I will never forget them. Mm. I'll never forget what happened to me on dmt and and the message to love every minute that just come that I come away with from it was like fuck yeah so profound, you know it's one thing to know that it's another thing to implement I- integrate it, it. Uh, yeah int- implement it um but still like it can't be a bad thing when you come away from something learning mm. that.
1: Yeah. I'd be too scared to do it. I've got too much fucking shit going on in my brain to just fucking yeah, dive but into the Yeah, you, you got to address it man. I'd have to do it with someone who's, you know, done it a few times and just gets around it and knows yeah, what you're Yeah, about. shout
2: out to Richie Romance, the concreter from Thornbury in uh, Melbourne for, he uh, was my shaman. Fuck yeah, <laughs>
1: Richie. <laughs> concreter slash shaman. How you going, <laughs> darling? When I did it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you know Richie.
0: Fuck, when I done it, my little cousin, she's a bit of a gnarly and I've just done it, I was like, fuck, fuck, I'm about to do this DMT, what's the game? She was like, just enjoy it. What the fuck's that noise? Oh, that's my drink bottle, yeah, it trips oh. me. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a rat or I a bat in here or something. Or some Catapult. Shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, what do you reckon? What were you just saying about DMT? Oh, fuck, oh, yeah, about my cousin. I was yeah. like, you can also... Can you like, please walk me through this? <laughs> you, do you do well? Yeah, over the phone, I was like, can you just hold my hand? as?" That's like, hilarious. Like, <laughs> the idea
2: of walking someone through DMT, like, <laughs> to simulate... <laughs> that you'd actually get them, hold them by the back, put your leg in front of them, go close your eyes, put your leg in front of them, just slam them. (laughs) Face down (laughs) into
1: the dirt. That's how you walk someone through DMT. Good night, Irene. Get that up, ya. You you
2: just come up with a face full of mud and dirt and soil and just delicious nutrients from the Mm. mother earth, and you're like, that was great. Where's me teeth? Let's do that again.
1: (laughs) Did you have the full out-of-body fucking lights, fucking all that bullshit? I was like looking through a kaleidoscope
2: yeah it's very kaleidoscopic mm. it's wild isn't it mm-hmm. yeah very much that you see like a pattern through everything natural the same pattern moving through it but i also had this like massive black and red buddha just going wow like standing over me just going like i was going through a breakup with my girlfriend and the, the black and red buddha was like i took the buddha as being a f- feminine energy and the buddha mm. was just back and black and red they're the colors of the anarchist flag oh yeah so red stands for, from memory, red is like being the victim and black stands for being the control freak, the fascist and uh, everyone has those two things in them and uh, so you just got to know that. Yeah. That's why the anarchist flag is the way it is. It's just a reminder to everyone uh, that you have a f- the propensity to be a victim mm. as well as be a fascist. Um, no presser. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it can happen in your fucking home life with your wife. It can happen at work, anywhere. Yeah, of course. Um, Anyway, so the red and black signified that, and then the Buddha was like. Standing over me, just going, don't be the victim in this situation. That that was the message. It was undeniable in that moment. It was like, Imagine. just don't be a victim. Like, don't fucking into that victim mentality. Because as soon as you into that victim mentality, it's a justification for poor behavior. You know, which
0: could easily be done. You know, growing up without a dad. Or, yeah, you know, I lived in a mess. Or fucking yeah, man, fucking oath, man. E- e- a
2: lot of it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's everywhere in those kinds of communities, in the community I grew up in. Um, and I was about to unleash that on my girlfriend, you know Subconsciously, you know, you're, it's so easy when you're going through breakups to see yourself as the victim and start blaming them and get angry at them and shit And because of the DMT experience, I walked away from it just going uh, Don't do that. Just be nice to her. Be loving through this um, Process and as a result of that it went amazingly well It was the best kind of uh, Amicable like speed, you know kind of go back together whatever but the just that process was fucking so instructive for, for working through that, man. It was really helpful, yeah. But it was fucking scary. And um, if you have, like, um, deep mental illness or a history of schizophrenia and that kind of shit in the family, like, I, I wouldn't do it. Or maybe I would do it on a microdose. You can microdose DMT, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, take really small amounts of it. Um, I reckon the blackfellas in this country, because there's a lot of fucking naturally occurring psychedelics in... Acacia bush. Yeah, man. Eight out of the top 11 naturally occurring psychedelics occur in the Australian wilderness.
1: Fuck
2: yeah. Yeah. Up Australia. (laughs) I reckon (laughs) all the coories and that would have been just Mm -hmm. microdosing um, psychedelics, kicking around, catching fish, eating fucking Mm. grubs and moths and... Eating yams and just fucking living it up. Fuck, Do your rock paintings, Give fucking, me get us <laughs> back to
0: those days,
2: mate. <laughs> I love that shit. That's, that sounds uh, like where
1: it's at. It was documented all around. You the never, hap-
2: you are never happier than <sighs> when you're living like that. When you're out on the country, Getting little bit of a dose, roughing it. Yeah, got your fucking, uh, you got your, you know, kangaroo stew on the mm. fire and, uh. <laughs> Yeah, just look at <laughs> looking He's at like the going. stars, mate. <laughs> They're ahead of their time by a good sixty thousand years, the black fathers up the
1: black Files, oh, up mate. the Boys <laughs> <laughs> well, It was documented all around the world, like tribes like um getting on the psychedelics and shit. Yeah, man. So they, would have they, oh, the Aboriginals definitely would have been doing it. Mm. hundred oh, oh, yeah. percent. Look
2: at the look at the, the like the religious scriptures, the belief system. The rainbow serpent, are you mm. kidding me? <laughs> this psychedelic <laughs> serpent coming out the sky, like it's actually called
0: the dream time. Mm. the dream time
2: yeah and interestingly man like um you know in the amazonian cultures too they also yeah. tapped yeah. into you know dmt uh, psychedelic properties and as well they worship uh in a lot of those tribes they worship a serpent
0: and the yeah. a- aztecs with the, like yeah. peyote and stuff like that
2: yeah and oh. interestingly the coptic christians um they're a, a branch of christianity they also they what they say is that the bible's been interpreted the completely back the front way like and that the serpent um is actually God and in the Bible a serpent is considered to be the devil um yeah. because it comes down Adam and Eve, the story, Adam and Eve Adam yeah. because the serpent comes down and delivers knowledge or temptation so in the, uh, you know off, offering uh Eve the apple or whatever is mm.
1: is that how the scripture goes yeah she, like yeah he, and then she makes he it to do with, well. with the apple.
2: yeah, yeah. and yeah. so what the argument is from the Coptics is that that serpent coming down and telling you information that's what makes makes him god or her Mm -hmm. god like because information's a good fucking thing you want that and then you want to be able to make your own decisions and the coptics say that christianity's been interpreted back the front from the get-go yeah right and then you look at the state of the world and what christianity's done to the world it's just been crusades murder slaughter fucking evangelical christians running america now running australia running brazil just these fascist dictator fuckwits who think it's god's it's you know god's will is given them the ability to just stand over poor white black brown yellow people mm. uh it's almost it's almost as though they are Whoever the devil they, they are the devil yeah. and it's almost as though the bible has been fucking interpreted back the front from the get-go because yeah. there's nothing but war famine and misery on this planet and it's all completely simulated and created by fascist Dogs fuck with <laughs> a higher percentage of which are Christian, mm. right-wing evangelical Christians.
1: Eve was also created from Adam's rib cage. He's yeah, like, oh, fuck. Man of your, well, someone of man of your flesh took his rib out and then he's chopping into her, so he's fucking his own ribs. Wow, rib fucker. Wow, <laughs> just
2: like Prince. Oh no, what did Prince do? Didn't he take a rib <laughs> out that, so he could suck, suck,
1: suck his own cock? No, um, was, I mean, I don't,
0: I don't was that allegedly? Prince? So or rib, oh, I think it's
1: all bullshit. But yeah, yeah, it's all bullshit. Rib for your pleasure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have heard that about Adam, he was all dick and ribs
1: <laughs> I guess he had one to spare Oh, fuck me You're talking about um, getting king hit and shit a few times mm. It's fucked, isn't
2: it? Rattles oh. your cage, mate It'll, It can rattle you for life um, Yeah, first time, 17 This Maori boat tagged me in a pub We uh, were not looking? Well, not really, no, I wasn't looking, it wasn't a square guy or nothing, I mean, I w- he would have flogged me anyway yeah. dro- But um, I was over cheek, Chick and then I think another time in a grand final down there at Redfern Oval This fucking wannabe bra boy, plastic ba- gangster pest got me and an Aboriginal guy got me in a game of football Broke my joint in two places That yeah. happened to Jonesy
0: not long ago, he got like, jumped out the front of the beaches there
1: and... Mm. Uh, Kick like me in strong. the face And kick everything your face. Break your jaw Yeah, break my jaw Kick me in the face break my nose Blacken my eyes That's heavy, man Yeah That's heavy I might have a bit of PTSD From that i never that until you just said that 100% before.
2: I would say that you definitely do Like um, And that just Yeah Fuck, man It's you got to address it ASAP you got to yeah. understand What it is And uh, Everyone If you think you got PTSD I would recommend a, talking to a therapist about a PTSD. They've yeah. got so much good information on how to manage it. So many little things go into managing it. Yeah. And the other yeah. thing is, read the book, The Body Keeps the Score. Uh, the Body Keeps the Score. Yeah, that's kind of the survivor's manual for PTSD. It's great. It covers everyone from, you know, car cr- crash victims to uh, Vietnam War veterans yeah. and everything in between. So... Do
1: you have plates and stuff in your face? Yeah, I do, broken? yeah. Yeah,
2: got a couple of titanium plates in there.
1: So
0: you've... um. Also, been on the other end of not king hitting, but um, I heard a story when you punched somebody and you thought you killed them in the cross. Yeah, in the cross,
2: yeah, this little house How
0: can you get PTSD <laughs> from that, thinking house. you've killed someone?
2: Um, oh, I don't know, man. Gave me a lot of anxiety in that moment. I mean, I get – I think the thing with PTSD is like – I mean, I don't know, to be honest. Maybe, maybe. Like, um, I think you get a lot of guilt from it. And that might be a symptom of ptsd that one i never felt that guilty about um i was more worried that i might have killed him and i'm I'm not proud of it what i did but at the same time like in the context like if you you can read that story on news.com.au it's called um diary of a brawler the night i almost killed someone um and yeah you know he fucking lined my mate up kind of like you jones with a free kick in the face and i actually knew the kid already like he'd or he'd done the time for stabbing someone. He's like one of them knifey little house guys. And um I was trying to keep my nose clean. I was just watching the fight and there yeah, I just you as, when he did what I didn't want to bar a of it man. In. I didn't want to bar it. was the cross, you know, in yeah. in the bad old days and I was watching all my mates from the football team. It was the huge brawl on the street, and I stood back and I just didn't want to know about it. I was never going to dog shot anyone. That's I'll, I would just never do it to anyone. That's fucking the, the height of grubbiness, man. I think street fighting in general is a fucking. No winners in a street fight. It's, it's just piss weak shit, man. If you want, want to be a hard cunt, go jump in the ring. Like If if you're not doing it in the ring, then you're nothing, I don't reckon. You're just mm. a fucking.
1: That's kind of the tough cunts are in the 100%, ring. 100%, man. So um, Almost about to put the boot in you, mate.
2: Yeah, we got him just fucking free kick. Little Roberto Carlos short-stepping run up and just sunk right in the face. Uh, Topo? Not oh, – I think it was more of a like a, he was looking for the outside curve. You know what oh I mean? Yeah. Like it was, yeah, a, it was more of a drive,
1: drive to the face. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kicking people in the face, aficionados. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, yeah, I just screamed at him. He took off running and um, – he was in these. I just remember him in these tight jeans. I like he had a good five ten meters on me. But He was in these tight jeans and they were really restrictive, and he just couldn't get away. <laughs>
0: couldn't get a stride. The poor <laughs>
2: bugger. Couldn't break into a stride. And I, yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh And it, yeah, It scared me, man. That night, I, th- I thought he was dead, and yeah, uh, I've been fine. But
1: um, bloke I grew up with killed someone. In the cross Wow Yeah, was, yeah. Kieran Loveridge was one of them Yeah And my mate, I won't say his name Because he's got family in it, But he punched something He attacked a couple of people Killed one of them He's in the slammer now Still in jail now Is he? Yeah Eight years he got it? Ten years Eight years or something, yeah, yeah that Gets that out in two years, I think Wow, yeah. Yeah. wow, wow That yeah. was just That was, that was like the, the Just in, when they brought the it in The of off. closing the cross down Yeah It's really not um
0: It's not a massive punishment For killing
2: someone, is it? Fuck When you think about it, no And But at the same time, like
0: You've all been there. Could it, it can happen could like have, been, that. That. It could have been any one of us. Mm. Uh, fuck, it's mind blowing, oh, man. Think of how many times you've been in a punch on, like, when you were younger. Just mm. o- good family. O- o- no, dumb family. shit.
1: Fucking wonderful people. Mm. Just, just fucking we went, was, went a bit stupid. Just didn't yeah. kill someone. I think Australia.
2: it's also the culture, man, in Australia that lower class thing. Like, everyone's kind of grown up watching State of Origin, watching the Bra Boys documentary, watching the same kind of fucking ultra macho bullshit. Mm. Um and uh, you know drop a fucking bunch of vodka cruises on top of that <laughs> smouldering fire. Yeah. Um, take what? away taxis and trains so you're stuck in the cross yeah. coming down off sugar and booze and it's uh, <sighs>
1: steroids, mate, it's just cocaine up. and vodka red bulls. let's go. <laughs> oh, no, thanks man. That's what they're all on. yeah oh, man, fuck. jacked up on fucking rum and cokes and fucking. Cocaine, let's just fucking. And the thing is, just respectable person in the back of there. head. Yeah,
2: <laughs> man, and like it exists everywhere, you know, in the UK or in the Western world, like in the Scotland and Ireland and the UK and shit. You'll find that culture massive there too, and it's massive here in Newie Lake Macquarie. All that zones pretty, you know. And I think the the, the solution to a lot of that is taking culture to these people's towns, you know. So like going, like setting up the little, you know, empowering local people to set up little bars and, um. You know, Clubs and yeah. you know like keep people in their communities where they're held accountable for their bullshit and also give them the kind of culture You know, I was very lucky uh, part of my transition from being a delinquent to being not a delinquent was I Realised the world I was hanging out in was so ultra violent that I couldn't help but be caught caught up Isn't in it of course. So I ended up kind of changing and hanging out with a different crowd in the in around Oxford Street Which is the gay district um, and the inner city and I've never had a problem with homosexuals, man, like raised by a single mother in the eastern suburbs, like she had a lot of gay friends, I've had gay uncles, you know, they are some of the best people to me in my life. Um, so I just hung out in that world and, um, you know, like the music was so good, you know, the, you know, we're talking about underground raves, you know, underground culture, like the inner city of Sydney has been famous for that for a long mm. time. Um, Everything's DIY, there's no security around And they know how to party They know how to party man And when you're in that atmosphere You kind of, you don't Violence is the furthest Thing from your mind because you're just so grateful for the opportunity yes. to be in that setting, and I'm just like, going, "Oh fuck, this is epic! I wouldn't want to jeopardize this for the world, man. This is beautiful. I love mm. these people. You know, yeah, I've had a couple googs, maybe too, but like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 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 I wasn't really. I was like pretty well off the googs. I probably maybe a little halfy, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <just my laughs> well, it's like when you go
1: to a festival. There's fifty thousand people in there. And you never see a punch up. No, nah. so everyone's just in that right. Mind mm. space. Well, we're I, all gonna go here. We're gonna dance and mm. we're gonna leave. I've never seen a Punch Up at a bit of festival ever. Oh, it's unless it's like heaps stereo, Sonic yeah, Field Day or something. What's
2: shit. the one out? Where's the the fucking it's Gnarly Man uh at yeah, Homebush? There, what was that uh, one called?
0: Oh fucking there's heaps there yeah, was heaps there. fest yeah, all, all that shit. Ultrafest, good yeah. vibes. There was. Fuck, all of
3: it.
2: Man. Those ones, but yeah, again, it's your combo that you're talking about, Jonesy, the 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 roids and the cocaine and the fucking ice <laughs> and the rebels and
0: that. I that's why I used but to l- love going out in uh when I was in Sydney. I used to love going out in Newtown and yeah and, Moore, yeah. and that when Shawnee yeah. and that lived in because yeah, everyone is just like everyone thinks, oh yeah, there's uh there's you know, there's scatterheads there, there's mm. like, there's faggots there. But like everyone there is just so happy. Like and they're just comfortable in their own skin. Oh, yeah. Everyone's just being who they yeah. want to be and having a hell of a time doing it. 100%, man, there, man. Big like,
2: respect to that. Like, fuck f- yeah. fucking just be who you want to be as long as you don't harm anyone else. Like, yeah. Live and let live. I think Hoyo's got it tattooed on him and yeah. that's... that's mate, it could just fucking burn the whole Bible and just fucking... Open, you know, they sh- the Bible should just be open, leather bound, and that should just be on the page one, yeah. and then the rest of it's blank. Pages. Be nice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. Another live and little. let live. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Going from like where we grew up, living like the, the Fiddler was the big place to go out. I mean, for and that was surrounded by Mount drew Richmond, Windsor, Blacktown, Rudy Hill, all these shit areas. Yeah, the home
2: of the f- what are they called? Four One One or what's that? big Four. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Like that's the- <laughs> that's what we're talking about. It's a Sur- rough zone.
0: Surrounded by all of that. And then you just go, "Yep, yeah, we'll let this place stay up until three o'clock and serve as much piss as we can fucking pump." Oh yeah, we yeah. only send three
1: taxis in to pick everyone. Oh up. man,
0: it was fucking <laughs> fight club every single fucking Friday night. Like,
2: mate, I can't even imagine how gnarly that would have been. And like, you got huge islander yeah, yeah. communities out there, like fucking hell, mate. The home ground of Thai Tuivasa. Yeah, Fuck. yeah there's, there's a bit. Of,
1: there's a. Actually, Ty is the one that sort of... I was ashamed to be from the western suburbs. Mm. I didn't Mm. want to be from there. People would say, where are you from? I said, I'm from up the coast, because we moved up there when I was about 13. Mm. But he was just fucking, you know, west side, fucking from the western. I reckon he sort of helped sort of bring the west up, you know, make it sort of... It would, I, there, it was a, be from there was the a West. stigma around being around yeah, from the West I used to hate telling people I'm from the West Yeah
0: exactly Because it was like Looked down upon mm. You were fucking You were lower class You were yeah. a scum If you couldn't afford to live by the beach you fucking yeah. go
1: out West When I moved to Cronulla This guy said well, What are you going to tell the chicks When you meet them at the pub I said I'm from, I'm from Villawood I said Fucking don't say yeah. that mate mm. Don't tell them you're from Villawood <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Fake something up
2: yeah. Played a bit of football out at Villawood Played a game one couple games versus the Kingsgrove Colts in my oh, yeah. late teens, early twenties. It's yeah. pretty wild. We'll liked it out there? Week it was a week after the Carnal riots, and we we're playing a fucking Lebanese team. Thing. It was predominantly Lebanese, and they had cop cars parked down the ground. Fucking Aussies wild. don't know
1: how to riot. Eh? You see footage of the Carnal Rides? They were running around in thongs and shit, <laughs> 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 <Drinking> more <warm> piss. Fucking <laughs> 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 come on, boys! Cover your faces. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you were to show anyone that footage yeah. uh, Just be like yeah. Australia. Australia That's
0: Australia Takes his shirt off to cover his face And he's got his last name tattooed on his back <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, Oh you, fuck Oh yeah Fucking oath That's a good one. Oh, oh. On fuck Fuck Aaron half That's a fucking long stint in here yeah, a right you're, right. you're a universal bakers income guy aren't
2: you? Yeah yeah I reckon man Fucking oath Like um, You know we Produce so much, we we are overproducing the planet to death. Like there is an mm. overabundance of both products and wealth, and uh, there's absolutely no excuse for people to be living without enough. You know, imagine if militaries were dedicated to dropping aid and not bombs and building infrastructure instead of blowing it up. Like fuck, man. Mm. Yeah, do that in the UBI and uh, put your feet up and fucking. You reckon the UBI will work?
1: Yeah, man. Definitely. You reckon we can innovate on the UBI.
2: Yeah, I think the UBI goes in and if you want to earn more money, you earn more money. But like, oh, okay. um, you know, there should be a basic level mm. of, quality, of quality of life, fundamentals, like healthcare, housing, education. Good, good quality food, education, man. Mm. Fucking know if that should be free. Like that was another labour initiative that the fucking conservative blue blood scum peeled away. Mm. Gonski report. If I'm out of here, I'm we're in such good, we're in such good shape uh, as a country when we had uh, universal like free education like that was a huge uh, you know put such so much fuel into the uh, kind of working class educated working class left you know these guys like Jack Mundy the great Jack Mundy he's a guy worth looking into he was uh, you know a rugby league player from Ipswich I think who moved down into a into Sydney and become a champion of the poor, like a working class, uh kind of communist character, but stood up for all um the housing commission in the inner city, like stopped it from getting knocked down yeah. and you know, they basically just knock take take all the cheap housing out of the inner city and just put the poor like way out to butt fuck nowhere where, you know, there's no jobs, no future, you know, Mount Druitt, all them places, all them yep. suburbs you mentioned. Um so yeah, bring bring free free education back, bring the fucking educated working class back why and let's you, have a crack.
0: Why should you have to pay to learn? I don't mm. I don't understand that. Like well, obviously Yeah, I mean obviously teachers and stuff like that need to get paid and all that, but uh, I don't see why you should have to pay this ridiculous amount just to get an education Aren't
1: they fucking jacking up the price of, you of school now because oh, of no, coronavirus no. thing? They're saying, oh, well, we're not going to be able to attract international students now So let's just fuck the people in Australia over and just <laughs> jack the prices up Because they made it a free market I don't want the poor
2: getting educated, man Because if the poor get educated, this system stops Because mm. the poor get fucked, man like, And being poor is something you've got no control over mm. You're born into that yeah. um, So it just goes to... Prove that the whole system's a sham, I think. Um, yeah, mm. classism, like you said.
1: Yeah, right. So,
3: p- uh, what's next?
2: For maybe. For What's next? Uh, I guess I'm going to launch my website, zant.com, which is. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a squeeze at that. It's already up. But I just haven't launched it properly. There's some good stories on there. I've got Braithy, an older older mate who's um you know an ex-warfy from uh, uh, used to work on the Brisbane Wharves Also a journalist. He's one of the contributors. Going to get my um, mate Gav Longbottom, crew fella from uh, La Perouse, um, who's a full spirit man, shaman. He's going to be another contributor. Amy Taylor from uh, Emma and the Sniffers. is going to be one of the contributors. So there'll be some real talk. It's all about. Uh, being a, a home for working-class voices in the media that website we need, um, that. we need that. Yeah, that's the whole point. So um, That's the next that.
1: thing you're focusing on. Yeah, and, and obviously side. the
2: podcast man, but that's ongoing. Yeah, and where do you film that at? Uh Up at Ballina. I'm living out up there on the north coast near, oh. near Wardell, near Ballina.
0: He's born out near Cresco, Way?
2: No, nah, he's up in Ballina too.
0: Ah, okay, right. Mm.
2: I'm gonna piss my pants
1: and say, "Can I run out and do a piss?" Or yeah, go for it, mate. Yeah, geez, geez, it's awesome. (laughs) Is there a a toilet? You need a toilet pass. Just where you filled your water bottle up. There's a little pisser on the left there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Jess's brothers live in Ballina. It's pretty good. Went out there for a night on the piss. Yeah. No one there. No one to get on the piss. Yeah, no, because um, they're all in fucking Byron.
0: When I went up to um Falls for New Year's last not would just gone the one before. Mm. We stayed in Ballina Because I didn't want to Fucking stay in Byron With Baran. everyone Just cesspit Yeah um, Yeah it was like Went down to the bolo For dinner No one there It was like me And me brother And dubs mm. And these missus That was it
1: uh, I was like Let's go, go to Ballina We can fucking Go get some beers And beers in Ballina There's mm. fucking no one there They're all up in Fucking Byron mm-hmm. Getting on the piss yeah. No one there It's just a ghost Ugh, Ghost town the Tell us about that ear, Moss What's going oh, on with that fucked. fucking ear, mate? You've been fucking around with this whole thing You've been fucking around and fucking around oh, I
0: Fucking got away and then just kind of It closed out and fucking tossed and tumbled And all of a sudden the fucking board chopped me in the side of the fucking head
1: Give us a look at it It actually looks like a mushroom We might be able to get a little bit of microdose action going off it Oh, mate, that looks so painful Yeah, bro Cut it off <laughs> Cut it off from I'm the collar help going to a fucking cauliflower ear again I'm going to have to peg it Nah, just let it go, mate. You look no, like a hard cunt.
0: Uh, you look okay. A hard cunt if you it. Yeah, you look like an ugly cunt with a fucking <laughs>
1: rock like that, bro. So, um, what, why did you just, why did you decide to move to Ballina? Ah, uh, my old man has a little bit of land
2: out the back of Wardell. Mm-hmm. Um, What's so that, I, ten
1: minutes out, fifteen minutes out. Yeah, yeah it's about it?
2: fifteen from Ballina. So I'm living out the back there, um, uh, growing my f- own food and just basically, I uh, you know, I'm kind of. Explain to him that the uh, what I've got, like the condition I got as a result of my pain, so I'm just working uh, really hard on
1: repairing that and healing uh, at the moment. So, so you said your dad, yeah. So, did you not know him when you were younger? Now you've come back to meeting you, him, or? yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much. Like, he was thereabouts, you know, yeah, In Sydney? Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, he's from the north side, but um, yeah, he was thereabouts, but. Was he your dad, dad, or was he just sort of thereabouts? Ah, uh, thereabouts. So I don't call him dad, I call him Phil. But um, you know, he's a good, good guy. And you he looks after that? me, he like, does a lot of uh helps me out a lot in uh various ways now. But yeah. obviously, um, you know, it's like what happened when I was a kid is something I've got to live with and like what happens now, it's helpful when people can do certain things for you but it's not gonna undo what was done. Yep. So I can only undo that. Do you I'm feel good un- making
0: amends? Like, is it doing something for you inside or is... Oh, with my old man? Yeah. Um that feeling like a, a hole that must have been there kind of thing?
2: I don't know, man. It's like, it's so fragile, that shit. And I don't know if made amends is really the word for it. I don't know if we're mm. quite there yet. Yep. I, I don't have a great... like. I don't have a great relationship with my parents because of just all the... Trauma and violence and shit That went down when I was a kid So it's like I Just and That's kind of why I live up north really it's Like I
1: Need space f- yep. Distance from them My mate Jack His dad was absent in his childhood But his mum told him where he worked And his Dad worked on like a main road <coughs> So he'd see this cunt all the time And one day He just had a bit of a mental fucking breakdown And he just Pulled over his car And just got out and walked over to him And I was like What, what do you think was going to happen he goes I don't know I just had to ask him why he wasn't there now they're good mates. Wow. He what? just said, oh, I had my fists my fists clenched and everything, and I was walking towards him. Wow. He turned around and I just said, Oi, where the fuck you been? And he wow. didn't did he know who he was? Straight away. Straight away. Wow. He said, Look, mate, it was tough, blah, blah, blah. Now they're good mates. He hangs out with him all the time, calls oh, him yeah. dad, the whole bit. Really? I yeah. had a fucking bit of a thing. He like just that. was like at a bit of a mental he just pulled his car cu- Fuck this, I gotta go and talk to this cunt. And
2: imagine the the pain and suffering that would have driven him to that point, mm. you know, like how many times that question would have gone around in his brain and mm. and then uh, but you know It wasn't yeah, my story is a bit different like I, I didn't not know my old man. Yeah. So like certain things happen that I haven't been spoken about and I can't really talk about him here but yeah, um, enough. yeah, it's just a, it's, Yeah, it's just more complicated than than that. Uh, my um Real interesting part of my upbringing was we adopted this kind of How's that guy from uh, across the street where we lived in Bondi mm. and he, we he became my brother like when I was about 12 13 officially adopted him. Yeah, yeah. and um, He was a legend but from a criminal like a you know, he's kind of a career criminal or his mum was so he hence became that um, but he was like we we're really close, but he's uh, You know, he's doing his second stint in prison and He's a good guy, but it's it's been interesting. Just like I you know, in his eyes, like I'm privileged. Like I was able to go to a Catholic school. You know, my family put up for that, and mm. it's just funny. Like he's such an intelligent guy, and he's a legend. And, and you know, he calls me every week from jail, but he's like just hasn't quite had the opportunities and the love, and the mm. you know, he's riddled with PTSD and shit like that. He doesn't have the education to heal himself, and is he guarded?
0: Uh, he his back up always. Didn't get that yes. Nourishment
2: Growing yeah, up Yeah Yeah Very much uh, When he's Yeah When he's Funnily enough Like the Antidepressants Work for him But he, he puts on So much weight Um, And then when he's Off that And back in his Lifestyle of Working out And his ego Kind of Takes shape again mm. And then he becomes Back to who he was Which is someone Who's very volatile mm. And gnarly But
1: um, That's pretty good for your mum to not only raise you as a single parent But then to take someone else on totally That's man like awesome totally man. my mum was very stoic like she's
2: quite quite legendary like I'm proud of her in a lot of ways because yeah. of um what she managed to do and She was fascinating character, you know, like real tough chick, man Like as tough as they come what the dudes in a country town are scared of her and shit, like, she like she'll fight I've seen her fight and um can bang. Yeah, it's pretty fun man like um and as a result of that like that aspect of it's kind of what fucked our there There's just too many inexplicable hidings <laughs> going on <laughs> when I was a kid You know what I mean? <laughs> Ones that didn't really have a reason Um, so and it was just pop just we we're just both poor and stressed and broken Um, yeah. so I can't I don't have much of a relationship with her at the moment I'm trying to work through it. I admire who she is on a yeah. surface level But there's just fucking old neural pathways and old fucking wounds that mm. just is so like complicated and hard to heal and like it, in that body the uh <laughs> in that book the body keeps the score they talk about the idea of pain bodies like people who have experienced trauma have a pain body inside them and when your pain body rubs up against someone else's pain body mm-hmm. i.e if two traumatized people are um you know interacting mm-hmm. uh, once your pain bodies rub up against each other like you have uh sparks and problems you know what i mean
1: yeah so so if a married couple and they're both going through ptsd or whatever they're not gonna really they're gonna ignite each other yeah
2: gut. yep constantly yeah it's gonna be a, can be a constant drama unless you both begin to take responsibility understand your your, your condition and then take responsibility for um healing from it can you see your, you and your mum getting back tight yeah, I reckon at some yeah. point. Hope so. That's get definitely the plan. I'm just n- not in uh, position to do that right now. I'm not really focused on that. I'm just focused on getting my own lemon spread back in uh, tip top
0: shape,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good surfing, Ballina. You love it up there? Yeah, waves
0: are pumping. Yeah. Tell me, um, so just a little bit about surfing. What does that do for you? And I've heard your, um, because I come from a point of it. I love your fucking outtake on localism and stuff. And people going, you fucking like fuck off, cook. You shouldn't be here. And like. It's only because you were born with a silver spoon in your fucking mouth, and living near the beach, is why you are a good surfer and get to be here, mm. like. and the people from West don't. Mm. How you say, like everyone should be allowed at the beach, like just because you're from out West or whatever, you shouldn't be like, thought of less. Yeah, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, totally, so, man. So what does surfing do for you? Even though like you grew up, you know, Bondi way, like yeah, the lot of water <laughs> all the time. Yeah. It wasn't like growing up poor in Bondi.
2: Yeah, I mean, back then, like I said, there was a lot of there was a lot of cheap. You know, I never paid more than 135 bucks rent a week to live there, so it wasn't expensive then. Um, it was amazing. It was a fucking utopian society, man. Yeah. Bondi is incredible, it gets written off, but in reality, like how it's been for most of its history, by the last 10 years, it was a place where the rich and poor and the the black and white. You know, there was I knew Iranians, Persians, Maoris, Aboriginals, um, Filipino. The works man a lot of white people what we're all working class um and then there was some wealthier people sprinkled around and the wealthy people would get people like us the working class into different kinds of jobs mm. hence why i become a journalist you know so yep. purely because mm. of where i grew up man um so it was great and uh we all helped each other you know like the the, the rich helped the poor and the, just the poor kept the rich real and it, you know and it was fucking mental man a lot mm. of my friends um work on the wharves down at botany and I think that whole stretch of coast you know when you go up there you realize that bondi to la Perouse is one zone pretty much like you're all going to the same high schools yeah you're playing in the same football teams in the same comp at least um you go on the same 21st blah 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 yeah so um you know people now think bondi is like it's an island or something yeah and it it is a bit tweaked down there now like it's been totally gentrified beyond recognition
1: do you hate it there or do you still (coughs) love it there yeah
2: i think like it's been the triumph of greed and um the rich over the poor there so i don't like to be there now because my people aren't really there anymore but i still got some mates some of the original working class who they work for the council and their garbos and they play for the bondi united and all those guys a classic love those oh, guys no. yeah, and still ru- still run the board riders and that there and i guess they were lucky enough that um you know their parents Bought cribs there back in the fucking 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and that when it was still cheap When there was a fucking big stink pipe on the beach pumping sewage straight into the water there and no Nice one, cigars Yeah, no one wanted to live there up until the kind of late 90s, mid
0: 90s really mm. Fuck, that's crazy Oh well, I'll wrap this one up Yeah, i got to go yeah. she's be fucking ringing me in a minute <laughs> <laughs> Oh well fuck bro, thanks for giving us your time I could sit here and fucking do this all day yeah, thanks for oh, coming Yeah, we'll man, do it again sometime, man No
2: worries oh, for, shit, for sure, man That was awesome
1: you Good chat no, Bestow me with some information there but the PTSD and the MDMA Books there are going to get stuck yeah, in Yeah, man
2: so. Up this way, like, fuck There's so many people with that condition If you grew up in a broken home Or you've been the victim of any kind of violence Like, um, you know You're probably going to have it And it just means that you got to you got to know what it is, man Because, mm. you know, just little things like Getting less than seven hours of sleep you know uh, I've gotta eat every four hours um shit like that, like I never knew that until a few months
1: ago what sort of diet do you have
2: um, oh, I stopped eating meat for a while, but I ended up feeling a bit shit from that like um so now I'm just kinda i eat healthy man i don't i don't eat sugar i've got you know basically no sugar in my diet, I don't drink much piss anymore um almost n- never drink piss now. A microdose, uh, what was I saying at the start? Microdose five days a week, Mm. two days off. Um, And it was tasty too. Yeah, you didn't mind it, eh?
1: Where did you get it from? Where's the rest?
2: Mm. (laughs) Where did you get this dosage at? Man, I I encourage people, like, you can either pick your own mushrooms, do a bit of research into that, watch the Paul Stamets with Joe Rogan Mm. to get your clues and all that shit. But LSD is the chemical replica of um, psilocybin, so it's pretty much identical. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you can get that and... Just, you know, microdose that with your lion's mane, which is a mushroom, and, and your B3, and um, that'll do the job, man. And it is really helpful. I encourage people, you know, yeah, it's illegal, but fuck, man, I, I couldn't care less about that. Like, no. I, I just care about my own health and well-being, and there's no downside to it. There's no uh, he, he negative health effects, no, um, mm. you know, if anything, it's just creating brain matter, so it's great. That's part of my diet, five yeah. days of the week. Look at that. Yeah. on the fun guy yeah, yeah. man just do fun it fun guy on the fun guy
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just do it all man if you know what to do yeah to keep yourself in tip-top shape and you know get educated and stay tapped in and fucking make a difference for people and the planet and keep it on track man then there's just no excuse to not be doing it all mm. what else were you to do Fuck.
1: that's right take some tablets mm. i mean take pills that they want to shove down you that's
2: doctor. right and stay Numb numb to it all and eh, nah, fuck that man. I'm I'm down for the l- love of laugh and uh mm. love a hug and a fucking surf and uh you know, brotherhood, sisterhood, fuck fucking it. all of it man. Fuck it. The revolution will be
0: televised more. Fucking uh <laughs> But yes. Not the fucking millions. Uh, nah thanks for coming on, bro. Really appreciate you giving us your time and um yeah, as always, podcast brought to you by to by SagePainting ww.spa
1: Yep, for all your painting needs in the Newcastle and Hunter area, do not hesitate to contact Sean and his helpful crew. Someone like me will come to your house and slap a coat on the bastard. Nah, S- slap, slap it me. up. Thanks
0: again, Smitty. Really appreciate it, bro. Hey. No worries. Hey. 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 You need the
3: spot.